0: In case you have forgotten, there are three parts to God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Most of us function under two, Father and Son. We rely on Jesus to get us to the Father, and that is as far as we go. But there is another. Currently rocking School of Life, he is here talking about stuff, and whatever's going on in his brain, you know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me talking about living life and loving Jesus. I apologize once again because I missed last week. Um, I've been having some struggles during the week to take care of some things and having to take care of some other things. So this kind of got pushed aside. So I'm sorry for that. But, you know, uh, here I am. It's another Friday or maybe even Thursday. I don't even know. I'm trying to get some stuff done. I'm doing this in between other things. So thank you for listening and watching. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the stuff. And if you prefer the audio, you can go to pretty much any platform that does audio podcasts. You know, you can find me anywhere. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I'm even on Pandora. So make sure to check me out wherever I am. Just search 100% Richard and look for the beard. Oh, and talking about the beard. You got to check out Wild Bull products. They have gear, hoodies, T-shirts, hats, the whole shebang. They got all the beard stuff you need. I personally use the beard oil, the beard wash, and the beard butter, and it takes care of my beard. It's awesome stuff. And all you have to do is go to wildbull.shop, order what you need, stick in the, t- the coupon code WILDBULL100, and own your game. Okay, so... No, before I forget, if you haven't noticed, if you don't read the description, start reading the description because I have a link in there for merchandise. You can help support this site um, or not. the Well, you can help support this podcast by uh, by by clicking on the merchandise thing. You can get a big logo T-shirt. I've made some other designs in there, but you can check that out. Don't forget to do that. I keep forgetting to mention that is there. Link in the description. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I forget to do that all the time, but I guess I guess sometimes that happens. So I've been having some funky week, and uh, so just uh, which is fine because that's what happens to all of us, you know, because we go through life sometimes in a haze or or we follow the crowd, we, we we meander around wondering what to do. So some of us have you know chosen to go to church. This is a life thing. So in our lives, we 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 tend to just. Do whatever comes our way, and if you're one of those kinds of people, that's that's okay. You can do that, but there's really um, more to life than just meandering around and doing stuff, and so some of us will actually make a decision, well, you know, I got to figure out what to do with my life, so I'm going to go to church, and if we go to church, maybe I'll find my path in life, and then... You know, we, we accept Jesus and decide that, that, that that's all we need. So we get Jesus. You, you've heard me say this several times before. We get Jesus. We're going to heaven. Um, but we really don't go any farther than that. And, you know, we, we don't realize the potential we have through Christ because we're not really going to all those things. So, so he comes and, and he resides in us. We listen for his guidance, we rely on his grace and mercy. But for some reason, we don't always feel like we can talk about him. In our regular day, and with the people around us all the time, go, go go listen to nothing to something. That was a really good one talking about your stories, and uh, and that's something that we need to learn to do in our lives. Is you know, it's it's really easy to talk about how bad our day is. It's really easy to talk about how horrible things are. And I, I just mentioned that that, that I've had a, a rough weeks, you know, rough couple of weeks, so I haven't been able to do some things. But we we we, we can't reserve the Jesus conversations just for Sunday at church. We need to go beyond that and, and, and learn to communicate and function on an everyday level with Jesus as the forefront in our lives. Um, so how do we bring him, Jesus, into our sphere of life, our place of influence? How, how do we bring Jesus outside the church That's a good question. How do we do that? So living life, loving Jesus is actually an all day, everyday life, not just a Sunday experience. And we have to realize that Jesus needs to leave the confines of the church building because he was not designed to live in that box. Um, A lot of people go, well, you know, I go to church. I have a church life. Well, church life is everyday life. If you know Jesus, you live life loving Jesus. It's an everyday thing. And so what happens is in our regular, everyday walk around, what you know, you read all the books, and, and they call it your sphere of life—the the your workplace, the the places that you eat, the restaurants, the things like that, the places that you go, the 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 places that you're at on a regular, everyday basis. Are you living life, loving Jesus there, or just at church? And I think what happens, in in my personal opinion, I think what happens is is we we develop some sort of weird fear about talking about Jesus, about, about talking about our stories and, and saying the things of the places that God's taken us to. And sometimes we, 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 we have to realize that there's more to this life than just Jesus and going to heaven. We, we need that thing that gives us the confidence to do more, live harder, strive for extra and bring the love of Jesus to the people in our sphere of life, our everyday living, our workplace, the restaurant, the gym, literally everywhere we go. He is the third factor of the of the Trinity. You, If you listen to my intro, which is the very first thing you probably heard, <laughs> there are three parts to God, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. And we forget about the Holy Spirit. We forget that he resides in us. We, we forget that, that he guides and directs us. And, and we choose to just take this path of grace and mercy and just go straight to, you know, you've heard me say this, punch the ticket and go to heaven. So that, but, but, and there's a reason for the Holy Spirit to empower us to live life loving Jesus on that everyday level. Um, Jesus actually says you know, you, you. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna. Re, I repeat myself a lot. I've, I've figured out, but maybe that's because there has to be an understanding of something. So here's Acts chapter one, seven through eight in the New King James Version. Then this is Jesus speaking. This is just before He goes and ascends into heaven, and sends the, the the disciples into the upper room to wait for something special. So, and He said to them, "It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in His own authority." But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and to all of Judea and Samaria and to all the ends of the earth. I'm going to read this in another translation, verse 8. This is the New Living Translation. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That is an identical statement. And then it says this, and you will be my witnesses, comma, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Everywhere is not inside a church building, so he's basically saying, "Is all, hey, you, you can you can do all this as a small little group and just just have your own little clique and do this little thing," but he's very Jesus is very specific in this verse, and almost every translation says this specifically: "You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you." Well, didn't they already have the Holy Spirit? That's my question, you know, because Jesus ascends into heaven and releases the Holy Spirit onto the earth, and when you receive him, you receive the Holy Spirit with him. Well, that, that goes to show that there's a, another thing that's available to you that is the Holy Spirit as in a secondary or a, 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 a boost of power when the Spirit comes upon you, and there's no doubt that Jesus is telling the disciples at this, that at, at his ascension into heaven that there is more available to them and he goes on to say that you shall be witnesses to me well what do you need that extra power for to be witnesses you just go talk about jesus well that's because i'm gonna to venture to say that there's some sort of thing that we just we really don't want to do that and there's i know there's groups of people out there that are like you know what i i i, I love jesus but you know he, he's not for my workplace or i love jesus he's not for my sport he, i love jesus but he's not for this well, if you love Jesus, you love Jesus, and he's for everything, and he wants you to talk about him, and he wants you to tell His your stories, and he wants you to, to do the things to help grow the kingdom of God. And this is why Living Life Loving Jesus is an all-day, everyday experience. Everywhere we go, we represent Jesus, and it's through the Holy Spirit that we have a, the confidence to talk about him. It is through the empowerment of Holy Spirit that we are activated to function within our sphere of influence, the places we go and the things we do, to represent Jesus and be an ambassador for him. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says this, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. This is Paul saying very directly here that we are ambassadors of Christ. And if we have a fear about being that, we need to have that thing that gets us over that fear, and that thing is Holy Spirit. He is the one that will drive us into the places we need to be. He is the one that gives us the gifts to speak and say the right things to others. He is the one that guides us through our sphere of life as the to be or as the influence we need to be. It says that we implore, or implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It's talking about the reconciliation, the ministry of reconciliation. And how do we do that? How do we go about that? Well, it is our stories that we tell. Like I said, go listen to the last the the, the, the last podcast, and, and it talks about that, the nothing to something. And it talks about telling your stories. And we have to be able to get to a place in our lives that we can tell our stories with confidence of what God has done for us, what God is doing for us, what the, the things are that, that that things are happening in our lives because of Jesus, because of Holy Spirit guiding us and directing us and doing these kinds of things. And Jesus says it himself to the disciples. Watch this, this is John 16, um, 12 through 15. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Whenever, when he, the spirit of truth has come, this is Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will reveal things to you. He will glorify me, for he will, will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. So it's through Holy Spirit that we that we actually receive the words of Jesus and gain direction. Holy Spirit can only say what Jesus says and Jesus can only say what God says. So when we are being guided by Holy Spirit, we are being guided by God. He will guide us only in the truth of God's word, literally. So he can only tell you what God knows. He can only guide you in directions that God has placed for you. He can only take you in places, into places that God has already set up for you. So this is that thing that we can say, hey, to Holy Spirit, show me where to go next. Tell me which direction to turn find my keys. Just kidding. (laughs) Do this kind of, and and be guided by him and directed by him. And he gives you the confidence to step into things that you may have never stepped into before, or that you weren't willing to step into before because you were like, "I, I don't, I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure how to do this. Well, he will show you how to do this. And he will show you in the word of God, because that's how he talks to you. Or one of the ways he talks to you. This is the empowerment in and of itself to be guided, guided first, and then to function in that guidance by the gifts that he's given us that are available to us through Holy Spirit when it comes time to function within our sphere. Now, I I know that without his guidance, we are on a path of wondering, (laughs) wondering what to do, wondering where to go, wondering what to say, But when we are running with Holy Spirit, we are on a path directed by God. So we become on a knowing path. We know what to do. We know where to go. And we know what to say. And we do this because Holy Spirit has actually given us this guidance and gifts to speak and understand while we are out and about living life. Loving Jesus—that's in our sphere of life. I, I love that terminology, the sphere of life. <laughs> Some people call them pillars of life. I don't—I don't know. It depends on what books you read. So, but here—but here's the gifts. I'm gonna—I'm gonna, I'm gonna just—I'm—I'm I'm not gonna go crazy here. Um, to be honest with you, I want you to study this out. I'm—I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that in a couple minutes here. So, First Corinthians, First Corinthians, Chapter Twelve, four through eleven. This is what happens inside of you. When you receive Holy Spirit, so so there are adversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord, and there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. So this is Paul. He's he's saying, hey, look, these gifts are all given by God. They are gifts from the Holy Spirit. These are things that that you're going to use in your ministry. You're going to use in your activities. You're going to use them. Wherever you are, and it's all the same God that works them all. So basically, like what I just said, is that Jesus can only say what God says. Holy Spirit can only say what Jesus says. So these all have to function by the Trinity as a whole, functioning through the Holy Spirit. Now it says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So everybody has these gifts when you have Holy Spirit. So everybody has these gifts available to them. They're all there for you. But they're for the profit of of everybody so they're there they are two things that you utilize for other people to gain from for one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit to, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by the same spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another different kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues verse 11 but one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he will so you don't just go i'm gonna get a word of knowledge today if he wills it it'll come through you does that make sense and guess what he wants it to come through you so these gifts will function. So I'm not going to go all nuts. I already said this. I'm not going to go all nuts here and break down each gift individually. I'm going to leave that up to you. So you can put stuff in the comments. You can do whatever you want at this point. (laughs) And and you can question and I'll do the best I can to answer your questions. But here they are. Here's the gifts. They're right there. They're in the Bible. First Corinthians chapter 12, 13 talks about love and 14 actually goes into the functionality of some of these things. So you need to go and check that out. And so here they are, the gifts of the spirit. And these gifts are available to all believers these are not designed just for the folks in the pulpit they are here for all and they're available for a reason they're here to help witness this is part of the empowerment so verse uh acts chapter 1 verse 8 says the holy spirit will come the power will come upon you via the holy spirit to be witnesses, to tell everybody about me. This is what Jesus was talking about when he said we would receive that power. This is what occurred in Acts chapter 2 when 3,000 were added to the church. The gifts were actually on display in Acts chapter 2 and throughout the rest of the book of Acts and still continuing to this day. So Acts chapter 2, here's a quick overview. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So there's tongues. There's one of the gifts. Peter was given a word of knowledge and wisdom as he preached from the book of Joel without having it with him. Come on now. He prophesied through the word, um, through the word, things being revealed. Great faith came over the crowd and they were cut to the heart, repented and received Jesus as 3000 were added to them that day. So 3,000 people were added to the church at that moment when these gifts were on display. So what were they for? The gifts were on display so that people could receive Jesus and have direction. And Peter says, hey, so they were cut to the heart. And this is all in Acts chapter 2. They, the people, the 3,000, the people that were listening were all cut to the heart, which means that they were they, they were like, oh, my God, this is real. I want, I want this. Something inside me is changing me. And then they shouted, what do we do? And Peter says, repent get to know Jesus, and they did in 3,000 people, 3,000 people, huge altar call, I guess, (laughs) so I want to make this as simple as possible, the gifts are distributed as needed to the individual, that's verse 11, but one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills, their gifts are given to profit all, not just the person using them, they are for you to use to help others in your sphere, and even outside your sphere, so here, here, here's a good example of my own personal life so me and my wife we went and we went and did some stuff we did our, our date weekend and uh, we went to a nursery and then we decided to stop in, in a little town downtown area um, near where we live and we decided to sit down and eat so I'm at this restaurant and, and I had an opportunity to pray for a guy that was working there so I'm sitting close and the guy the the whatever they're called the guy that seats people and uh, me and my wife are in conversation And just kind of tuning out the world, just having our own private time and focusing on our time and and being together. And when my ears were open to hear a portion of a conversation the guy was having with um, some other people that were, we were fairly close to them. And he was talking about a doctor visit he recently had. I figured, okay, what was that for? And then, you know, on our way out, I was prompted to pray for the guy. So I very politely told him that I had heard about his situation and asked if he was willing for me to pray for him or with him. And and of course, you know, it's funny when you ask somebody, hey, you want me to pray for you? They'll tend to say yes. Believer or non-believer, they'll tend to say yes. So, so I prayed for a situation and, was, and, and he was like smiling huge when we left, so I don't know. I, I didn't give him my phone number. I didn't, you know, I, so I couldn't follow up with him. I don't know when I'll be there next. Maybe next time we go, if he'll be there and I'll communicate with him and see what's going on. But uh, so, so I had this opportunity to do this. And I'm going to put it this way. I say that my ears were open because I usually don't listen to the things around me when I'm out with my wife because I I am... Um, what? doing the best I can to focus on that time with her. You know, she works and, and, and I do things and we're, we're you know, so that, that's what date night's for is to keep your marriage together, you know, so so we're on our date afternoon kind of day and this kind of thing. And I'm like, I just want to focus on my wife, have a conversation with her. And then, bink, why am I listening to this? It was, it was kind of weird. So I believe that God God showed me that as a gift. I received something, you know, and, and but I believe that the Holy Spirit was, was directing me to listen so I could know exactly what to pray for when the time comes. And I only mention this because this is an example of the gifts in practice and not to be fearful when it's time to step out of your comfort zone and function with Holy Spirit in your sphere. So I prayed for healing. I believe he received healing that day. And if it, if it wasn't for his physical body, it was for something, you know, or just the fact that somebody was willing to pray with him and do something that that, that healing can can happen. You know, lots of great things. So he, he was not normally in my sphere, but he was in my sphere at that moment. He was in my sphere of life and God revealed that to me so that I could go and take care of business. <laughs> so I would suggest taking the verses here, like I mentioned earlier, and studying them out on your own. Because there is so much available here and so much um, that comes along with functioning in these gifts. And when we're functioning in these gifts, we're, we're helping not only people that are around us, but people we may not even know. People will recognize something about you and might even ask you to pray for people in their sphere of life just because of the things that go on in your sphere, Because as we are living life loving Jesus, we are recognized by the fruit that has been sprouted around us. Does that make sense? (laughs) That's how we're recognized. We're recognized by our fruit. Galatians chapter 5, Paul says this, "...but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law." And those who are Christ have crucified the, f- the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. Does that make sense? Th- so this is, this, is the, this is the fruit of the spirit. These are the, the fruits that should be following us. And being recognized by these fruits makes sense. So we should have joy, we should have love, we should have peace, we should have long suffering, or some translations say patience. We should be kind, we should be good, we should be faithful, we should be gentle, we should be gentlemen, we shouldn't we, you know, do those kinds of things. We should have self-control, we should have these things in our lives, and people recognize those things in your life and and start to realize, hey, this person has something that either they need or they want to communicate with you because of these kinds of things. And, there are the, 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 and these are the things that follow us as we live life loving Jesus. The fruit of the Spirit, and if this is the fruit, that means that Holy Spirit is the bearer of the fruit through us. So therefore, these are also attributes of Holy Spirit being manifested through the believer and bearing more fruit. You see, Holy Spirit is love because God is love, and he's the third part of the Trinity. So he is love love. And Holy Spirit, once again, can only do what God does. Holy Spirit is joy and peace. He brings these things to us and then wants to bring them to others. He has been and been part of long-suffering. Trust me, he knows what Jesus went through. (laughs) He knew that Jesus had to be patient he knew that Jesus, He had because he's part of him, he knew and he understands the things that we go through in life. He is kind and he is faithful. He is a gentleman. He will not do anything to cause or bring harm to you. He will not ask you to do something that he would not do himself. That's why he needs you to do it. We are his hands and feet on this earth. He is self-control and we are listening and being guided by him we function in self-control as to as to not to do more or less than what we should you see every day we have things to do a list of items to take care of or a routine that we focus on and, and we forget that we are surrounded by people that need jesus and we might be the only glimpse that they will ever get of him and as we go through this life we need to have the ability the empowerment to do and say the things that are required to bring people we interact with on a daily basis on this journey of living life, loving Jesus with us. And through the empowerment of Holy Spirit, we can do that. We can be an influence in our sphere of life being activated by Holy Spirit. Right on, right on.